0: This is AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. Tonight's host is Roxy R. Streyer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Sarah S. Stretton, Michelle M. Macedo, and Phil P. Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, You can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Roxy R. Stryer!
1: I am very happy to announce that I just got a text to my phone that Gossip Girl is a officially being picked up next season by cw and we will definitely cover the episode tonight's episode later on but before we do this phil's giving me the evil eye so yes phil you can make your stupid announcements
2: well fine (laughs) why don't you make the announcement then
1: um which
2: announcement um, are we well, making? You like he has a whole plethora of announcements. Yeah,
1: some, something about his Maria's book, of- and all right, and MTV so, awards, something along the lines. Lots of you, I can't do it. I'm folding
2: under the pressure. All right. Well, for those of you who don't know, even though you listen every week, Maria Munoz, our founder, has a book out called The Evergirl's Guide to Life, and I feel if you like Gossip Girl. You will definitely love, love this book. So if Everyone
3: have... loves it. Definitely get it. I'm totally interrupting Phil to say I gave it to my mother for Mother's Day. She's a big fan. She's My mom's also a big um, lover of the label maker. So she found some real connection <laughs> with Maria in that of aspect. Of course, that is
2: one of the tips that Maria gives in the book is, is that her favorite thing is the label maker. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not nerdy. It's actually useful. And with graduation coming up for either college students or high school students, it's a great gift for any young woman, that is true.
1: Or, or young man, because I know that Phil is a closet keep the book in the pocket kind of guy. And I, you can't exactly around. keep it in the
2: pocket.
1: <laughs> yes, in the, in the shirt? In the briefcase. 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 Yes. In the car, on the go. Yeah. Sneaking sneaking peeks at the book all the time. I know you are.
2: (laughs) Of course. Well, speaking of Maria as our founder of AfterBuzz TV, I just wanted to say this message. And it's actually, A, it's honoring all the hosts that we have here at AfterBuzz TV. We are a network. We're large and in charge. But we are all volunteers. And you know what? The reason why AfterBuzz is what it is, is because we are people within the entertainment industry that love the entertainment industry and we have an opinion on the entertainment industry. Not only that, but we want to share it with you. And so we volunteer our time and Maria offers her money as well as her time. We like the
1: money (laughs) (laughs) and the time. Thank you, Maria.
2: Yes, thank you, Maria. Well, so yes. We do this all out of pocket. We volunteer everything. But the reason why we do it is for you guys because we do want our voices to be heard and we feel like you are responding well. And so we now challenge you to do this for those of you that have heard about us, that know about us, and that love listening to us. Tell your friends. Spread the
1: word. Easy enough, right?
2: That's right. Why don't you want to share it with your friends?
1: Drop us in conversation.
2: All you people love to tweet, don't you? While you're at dinner,
1: during lunch... To playground to your teachers to your cousins
3: you know just bring it up
2: yeah,
1: you know all the time so what you do today listen to Afterbus.
3: oh that's cool what are you doing tomorrow
1: gotta listen to bus.
3: oh that that's really cool I'm impressed
2: no I think I, <laughs> you know what I think it's more along the lines of like yo girl did you see Gossip Girl last night yeah. What'd you think? Well, I thought this, but it was actually interesting as I was listening to the AfterBuzz podcast. Oh, AfterBuzz podcast. That's what's how that? you
1: slip it in. Yeah,
2: much more organic. Okay. But yes. So just tell your friends, and the other thing is also let us know how we're doing. Email us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com, Tweet us at AfterBuzzTV, or Facebook comments or wall post whatever the hell you kids do nowadays.
3: We absolutely, no, we absolutely do love questions. We love to hear what you guys want to hear about. Like, ask us the question, and we will answer it next time we're on the air. Like, that's the best thing we can, like,
1: get. Yes. Yeah, which isn't going to be for a while because this is the finale, but I will read your emails all summer long and prepare for next summer. I swear to goodness.
2: Well, speaking of uh, the summer... Something coming up right in the summer Actually beginning of the summer June 2nd and 3rd We have been invited to the 2011 MTV Movie Awards gift suite And we will be broadcasting live All of all of our week, That week's shows From there That is at the W Hotel on Hollywood Boulevard The f- world famous Hollywood Boulevard It's going to be an amazing event We're going to interview celebrities Maria's going to be there We're going to have it all for you We're going to get you the exclusive it's
1: Hell be yeah, amazing.
3: we are after Buzz exclusive.
2: It's gonna be like a Gossip Girl high fashion event. Yes, yeah, seriously. Be great. It. And it you are front center.
1: There we go. Okay, so can we have we plugged everything? Can we move on to I'm ready the episode? For we're, Gossip Girl. we're ready to go. Phil, you know he's excited for this. He loves the Gossip Girl. I bring this up every week, but he can't hide <laughs> it anymore. A true fan, just like Sarah and I are.
2: i I'm, uh, I'm gonna name a real quick pet peeve though, the fact that they named.
1: Okay, this is weird. I don't know why this bothers you so much.
2: Well, every time I take notes um, for Blake Lively's character, who is Serena in the show, I keep wanting to say Blair because Blake... And Blair Blair start with the same letter? Yes, and it really annoys me. They're quite similar. Seems that like should an have never an odd pet happened.
1: peeve to me. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, just for a little bit of a recap for you fans out there. So we start off with the Russell Thorpe situation. He has Blair stuck in a room, a, a gas-filled room, and he is trying to light it on fire, kind of like he did in the past, lit the building on fire. But being the smart girl she is, she pocket-dials Chuck and says... Something along the lines of, oh, Russell, how could you take me to this building, Chuck's new building? And what are you expecting to jump out of the third story window? AKA telling him where she is. And of course, Chuck comes and saves the day, which brings us to the next part of the episode where they have the whole bar mitzvah scene and that turns into the sex scene and that turns into the, oh my God, what did you guys just do? Is this crazy or am I crazy? And eventually she tries to break things off with the prince. Chuck won't let her. She ends up staying with him. And then on the other side of town, we have the whole Charlie situation going on. Is she crazy? Is she making it up? We're not really sure. Serena's trying to side with her. Vanessa's trying to side with Dan, whose book is in the meantime getting stolen by Vanessa and trying to get published. And we see in the end that Charlie, not who she said she was, her... Her real name was Izzy or something? Ivy. I, Ivy. Like Ivy. Ivy. Is that how you remembered it? Okay, um, her real name's Ivy, and she is a paid person by... Uh, by Lily's li- sister. Lily's sister, right? Yeah. Well, I can't think of her name. By Lily's sister to go and get checks and money, and yeah. basically she gets a cut of it. So that's about where we leave off. Um, I, Let's start from the top. So with the Russell Thorpe situation... I thought this was gonna be drawn out way longer. Oh my God, did they blow through this. Mm. One minute, they're in the room. A second later, she's pocket dialing Chuck. And a second later, he's there. And a minute later, it's all over with. After Raina comes and pretends that she'll love her father again, but then she won't. And, And then she says he's going to jail. Why did this scene go so quick? Why were they trying to gloss by this? And and if they were going to do it so quickly, why did they even throw it in there in the first place?
3: I think what they were trying to do is basically make... They had to tie up some loose ends with the Thorps, both of them, Raina and the dad, Russell. Um, not only that, but the cemetery with the two fires that he was trying to start a fire after initially, a long time ago, setting a fire that killed Raina's mother. Um, that was... I think an important part. And then I think the most important part of that scene was they were just trying to give us a setup of um, the dynamics between Blair and Chuck changing. Okay. I think they... So, so you, you liked how speedy this went? And I didn't like how speedy okay. it was, but it was needed because they wanted the episode to be about Chuck and Blair and the prince, not about Blair and Russell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I thought it should have been more drawn out, but the whole point of that situation was to change the relationship between Blair and Chuck.
1: Yeah, but I would have liked to see last episode then be the entire episode Blair stuck in this room with the fire. I needed a full hour of this because four minutes at the top of an episode, what the hell is that? That's not an actual... She she wasn't struggling. There was nothing going on. But, I mean, at the same time, how long could they have held it out of
3: the gas not filling up the room and the logistics you know what I mean like they still wanted her to get back to the prince in time they still wanted her to live through it it's not like Russell Thorpe was going to like beat her up you know
1: you're right Sarah you're right okay but we see that Raina ends up wanting to go back to home Chicago Mm -hmm. oh gosh how much have I complained about her this season a ton so much haven't oh, we all? And I got. I s- wish
2: I had a button right now that can just like queue up all the things that you said that, yeah. in, <laughs> in a montage form. She's
1: a bitch. She's a bad actress. She talks really weird. Whatever it is, I've said a lot of stuff about her. That being said, he I? She's gone. I don't want her to go yet. It was kind of an awkward departure. Um, I know this is weird, but as much as I don't like her character. I liked... Oh, no, no. It wasn't that I liked, didn't like her character. I didn't like the actress. I think the character was really important for the show. And I, I don't know. With her gone, yes, that leaves Chuck and Nate to do that whole Bachelor thing wherever they pick in the world and, and go have sex with random girls in the summer and be single together. But I don't know. I just think that we needed somebody new and we need somebody kind of permanent. So... Hopefully, they'll add somebody else, I guess. Well, I
3: think what they're going to do is Charlie slash Izzy is going to become
1: more permanent. I, I made that, that up. It's Ivy. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy. Now I got it stuck in your head. Yep. Ivy Profen, like the pills. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Got it, Phil. Yep. Um, so, Ivy slash Charlie, I think she's going to become still more permanent. I think she's going to head back up yeah. there. Um, That's as what Rana reports being are saying, I'm totally fine with her leaving. She was awkward the whole time. Yeah. They had extended her time anymore. It would just be more bad acting. I mean, yeah, it was stupid. It's like, oh, I need to go home now. But honestly, what w- more were they going it's to do without making her absolutely it's permanent? true. And
1: the actress being gone is great, but just the fact that the character is leaving is, is quite a bit of a struggle for me. So well,
2: We have Ian Kajasose who wants to say a few words about uh, Gossip Girl. Ian
1: Speaking of Chicago, yeah, Chicago, right on cue, right Jesus. Here. Well, hello there. I Ian Kaiser know. thinks
2: he can just come in on Gossip Girl and not say anything.
4: Are there multiple broadcasts
1: going on right now? Yeah, we've got Studio
4: Ian C-O-P. Kaiser,
2: okay, uh, I know this is... When about, did you get to town? Roxy. Hello. This is, this is very rude, and we apologize to our listeners, but I want to say this. Ian Kaiser is one of our hosts. He does the Jersey Shore. He was... Uh, he was part of Justified. South Park. And South Park. And he he gets <laughs> weekly... You can't even put on the headphones, right, first off?
1: I like Ian because... I, I'm disrupting that.
2: He, he likes no, to no, stand no, no, up no, no, for okay. me,
1: so don't don't hate on him.
2: All right, and so so this guy... Are they guy, picking on you today, this guy, Ransi, anybody? No. Where, where can I do
1: run this show. You I'm can't just, pick on me. I'm just going to
2: say this. I, I gave a nice, like, three-minute speech about, like, how amazing all of our hosts were, how we're all volunteers... And then in comes Ian Kaiser, who gets (laughs) weekly memos, who doesn't even know the schedule, just thinks he can come in and be like, Phil, let's hang out. I was told I
4: had after Buzz blanche. I don't. I don't.
1: It's kind of like that, Charlie. You think that? you can just come into the family and tear things up? You got to relate right. it back to the let's, show. Let's, you know.
2: Let's let's
4: okay, get back let's to. Okay, Have about you the...
1: ever seen an episode of Gossip Girl?
4: No. I'll get my mom on the phone though, if you want. She no, you Favorite show in the world. I'm, I may direct she questions
1: at you though, if I have something. Like usually Phil's my go-to guy because he's the only guy in the room, but. You know, we need a boy's opinion sometimes. I'm here to. Provide oh, by a the male way, Sarah, Ian, and Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Hi, How's Ian. Going? How's nice everything? to meet you. Ian, the rest of the AfterBuzz listening fans for Gossip Girl fans, this is Ian.
4: Hello, everyone, and I'll, I'll <laughs> definitely try to provide a male perspective. Although I feel like I, I'm very estrogen driven in general so i don't know how all right, well, we I don't know what the fans enough let's get back to the deal conversation it'll be, okay Ivy let's Trump do and.
2: it
1: moving back so basically what i am saying is glad the actress is gone sad the character is gone and and that's really all the time that i want to spend on her unless unless anybody else has something to say there moving on to the whole blair chuck bar mitzvah fiasco
2: did you know ian's a jew <laughs> I'm glad that you
4: mentioned that, Phil.
1: Okay. So as a Jew, yeah. then uh, let me ask you something. These I speak on behalf of have Jews, have you seen have, have you seen Wedding Crashers?
4: Invited. I have.
1: Chuck and Blair pulled a, a Wedding Crashers crash. bar mitzvah style. They crashed a bar mitzvah. They didn't know the people. They walked in and said, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Goldstein or something like that. Oh, yeah, we could be them for the night. And they walk in. And all of a sudden, they're the people up in the chairs doing the stuff. That doesn't happen.
4: It doesn't sound like nearly as much fun. Like unless Nobody you, want, can just go,
1: you can't just go up in the chair.
4: Yeah, unless you want like a caricature done or like a music video. Yeah. That's what they do. But they the, were, yeah. Uh, However, uh,
1: also Jewish, so I know. I'm with you. You know here. what they do. There, I yeah. know.
3: However, they did end by leaving this 13-year-old or whatever boy with like
1: a, a $5,000 check. He was walking out and he was like, oh, by the way. Here you go. Like something like, what's what's high? $5,000. <laughs> he didn't really say that, but that's probably what he was thinking. Is that I'll just be his commentary for the night.
3: Anyone can be my crasher if they give me $5,000. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. For
1: sure. But I was sitting there thinking, hey, definitely a Jewish person didn't write this show because not just anybody can go up in the chair. My bat mitzvah, sure. I got to go up in the chair and my brothers and sisters, but that's it.
4: What, what was their motive? Were they just trying to like, was, champagne okay, snowball with a they, couple of girls?
1: they used to be our... They used to be our favorite couple, yeah. the best couple on the air. They loved and hated each other and were fighting. And we're Sammy and Ronnie, basically, but way cooler, like way more dramatic. That was a Jersey Shore reference, in case anybody's wondering, because Ian helps us on that show. And then she met an actual prince and is now settling, trying to settle down with this prince. Uh, but it's not working out so well because she still loves Chuck and has feelings for Chuck and will always go back for Chuck. And he had just come and saved her from a fire. Well, kind of, short. long story short, a fire. And really was her prince charming in the moment. So afterwards, they're like, oh, let's go grab a drink. And the bar they go to, to have a drink, has transformed into bar mitzvah hour with this little chubby boy in his little suit, of course. So that's why they were there. Uh, not quite as fun as wedding crashing, I don't think. But if you do remember a wedding crash, they also did a funeral crashing. So mm-hmm. I would put this a, a step above that for sure. I mean, I don't know about your – did you have Bart Mitchell? I did. My Bart Mitchell was pretty kick-ass. I would have crashed that for sure. I don't know about yours, but they could be big parties, so I'm not blaming them too much. Anyway, though, so they end up uh, – would we, would we like to share with the rest of the crew over here? Why are you two giggling over there?
2: Well, we're we're sort of watching – we're monitoring, at least I am, as the producer of all After Buzz TV shows. Um, I'm monitoring the Dancing with the Stars show. you um, uh, Ustream, the there's, there's an ad on Ustream that says, Dudes Talking About Chicks. It's a show, and uh, it intrigued us. Maybe, we, maybe we'll start to cover it. I
4: was maybe. actually laughing at the bar mitzvah thing. I don't know. I was, I was actually on topic laughing. I was going
3: to say, Ian looked a little confused about your explanation. I was yeah. going to accuse you of lying.
2: Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. I don't
1: even care what's going on over there. Gossip Girl is way more important for me. Okay, so after they. Something about this bar mitzvah makes them really horny because then they leave the room to go have sex. Uh, Meanwhile,
3: her prince is waiting for her to come back and say that she's going to marry him. He's A waiting nation. at her high school reunion
1: that he went to. This is
4: intriguing. Yes, I have it to very, say. it's very
1: interesting. Um, best show ever. So they start having sex, and I'm sitting there like, yes. And Sarah's sitting there like, oh, no, this is horrible. And Phil's sitting there, emotionless, as always. <laughs> when you say "yeah," you
4: were aroused by this? N-
1: I just love oh, the couple. Oh, it's not you, the way you went, yes, y- it's yes, not as in like, Not like, oh, my oh. God, I'm about to orgasm. I was in like, I yes, I love I this couple together. I want them to be always. They are the best. So, all right, starting over here, Sarah. What about this upset you? And why did you feel that this was inappropriate?
3: Okay, like I said last week, I was like, I do love Chuck and Blair, like, I loved them in the past, but I thought they got to a point where it was just, like, a really bad relationship, like, he was verbally abusive, and, like, he almost hit her when he was drunk, not really hit a window or wall, but whatever, he almost hit her, and I was just like, this is just bad, and she fell, like, back into his arms way too quickly for me, like, in my mind, he needed to have, like, some... Internal maturing thing before they hooked up, and not All right. after.
2: Let's do this, right? A bar mitzvah. What does it symbolize? A boy becoming a man. Does it not?
1: Okay, where are you going with
2: this? symbolism? Well, you want you said that he needs to become a man instead of a boy. But he did it. Chuck Bass became a man at the bar
3: mitzvah. He, he became a man while he was crashing some little boys.
2: Yes, Pardon? it's 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 symbolic. Well,
1: wait, okay. Because how did, how does that going show back your turn? from your weird I'm symbols? Here. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Okay, I I understand what you're saying, but my problem is she doesn't have a lot of time. She's getting married, so you're saying it was too quick to fall back into somebody's arms. Is it better to get married and then slowly fall back into another man's arms? Like, what, no, what's the I'm alternative not here? For her
3: to be falling back in someone's arms while she's getting married. I'm saying that Chuck, as a person, needed to fix himself before he could even attempt to get Blair, and you can't do that in an hour. Like, he started actually to mature at the end of the episode when he, like, gave her up to the prince, and when he decided, like, wasn't drinking and was like, I need to let her go, blah, 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 when he was, that was maturing, that was more self, but I don't think it can happen that quickly. You can't just say something, you have to live up to it and fulfill it for it to actually be true. Like, you can't be like, oh... I'm going to let her be and then run after her two days later and be like, wait, I need you. Like, it has to be like, you actually have to like grow Okay. before I was going to be like happy about them getting back together.
1: Emotionless boy over here. Did you want her to end up with Chuck or did you want her to run back to Prince Louis?
2: I want, I want a Chuck. They were going to build. You the, always can want I Chuck? say I vote for Chuck too? Cause who
4: really wants to sit through another Royal wedding? Am I, am I right? Exactly. I, we, that we actually so, have that some, so We have boring. some news and
1: gossip coming up about that, too the royal wedding and the actor's take on it. Oh, mm. interesting. You're going to have to stay tuned. Mm. But, uh, okay, you always want Chuck. Did you well, want you him to what? end up with, Chuck, her, right, end up with so, Chuck for a reason other than you like saying the
2: word Chuck? No, no, no. All right. Well, speaking to Sarah's point of how she thinks that Chuck needed to become a man, I think he definitely became a man when he said, no, be with You're Prince Charming.
3: Yeah. But she slept with him before that.
2: No, no. Yes, she did. She needs his acceptance. She knew that.
1: But he didn't have the realization until after.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, he didn't do any maturing until after the sex part.
2: So that's
3: the part I was like, wait, wait, wait. Later, you know.
2: Because he lost his innocence. I'm telling you, there's symbolism there that you uh, are not grasping.
3: No, I would have liked it better if after the bat mitzvah, Mm -hmm. he told... Blair to go be with the prince and then she ran back and was like, no, I choose our passionate relationship over this. No matter how long it takes I will wait for and you. To- then they had sex. I would have been like, yay! didn't
2: have didn't, happen. They didn't just have, they had passion.
1: I was sitting there and I, I turned to Sarah and I was like, okay, honestly in the amount of time it's taking him to undress her because she was wearing a straight gown. Being drunk is not an excuse anymore. Like you were not just drunk and slept together. You thought about it the whole zipper way down. Should I be doing sex? this? Let me unzip this up. Yep, I'm gonna do this. Okay, we're definitely having sex. Hit the floor. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in there. That's what happened. And honestly, I think that that's wrong because too much. It's so easy to after the fact say, "Okay, now that I slept with her." Like I know that she wants me and that she would choose me so she can have him.
2: Like Not what, what he was what saying.
1: Is, that's kind of what it is. And and as much as I want her to end up with Chuck, I think that Gossip Girl's done a really good job here because the audience is conflicted. I want her to end up with Chuck. Sarah right now wants her to be with Louie.
3: I want her to be with Louie for the moment. That's what I like said right
1: now. Her. I said right now. I think we're split, you know? I think people are 50-50, and, I'm gonna and that's I'm going to pull this up on Twitter. Uh, what? Who do you want her to end up with? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a constant battle in my mind. I toss and turn at night while I'm trying to sleep thinking, Chuck, no, Louis, no, Chuck. I'm just kidding. I'm not that crazy. But I'm, seriously, I'm, it's, a, it's a big deal.
3: Yeah, there's definitely going to be more of it next season, too.
1: Yeah, I know. We can we can talk in predictions about who we want her to end up with and who we think she's going to end up with. But, so she ends up going to Louis, and she runs to him on the stairs, and she kisses him, and she walks away with him. And Chuck shakes his hand before that and says, You have my blessings. Okay, so guys, talking about a guy's perspective here, if you if you got stood up all night at your girlfriend's, High school reunion. It's not even your high school reunion and you are the prince of some European country, country mm-hmm. and you have a million sexy suitors that are like all these princesses are trying to wed you. Do you just stay with the girl anyway because you love her or do you ask for more th- more of an explanation than when she says I was just trying to say goodbye and he's like, "Okay, sweetheart." You know, like do you just let your girlfriend get away with that?
4: How how attractive is she exactly?
1: Do you know No, Lady that's Hester? not
4: a you don't judge based on that. I'm kidding. Um, no, you don't put up with that. That's crazy.
1: Okay, so what do you do?
3: Even when you're like kind of pushing for a very 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 fast engagement, like you have you met like
1: He has to marry wh- her before he can take the throne.
3: And he has to oh. marry her quick.
4: Okay, there's stipulation. Like this isn't a see. very
3: very long relationship. This is like a whirlwind romance, but so, that he loves her and she has this. She, they've been having these crazy things with her ex that have been really confrontational. And this ex is finally coming up and being like, "I'm sorry." And here's to my give blessing. you some
1: history, and to remind viewers who have forgot about this, originally when she met him, she thought that he was the chauffeur for the prince, and then she didn't like him. But when she learned that he was the prince, she liked him. So if you guys remember that. It was a little more calm. The whole situation yeah. got cleared up a little more, but that was essentially what happened. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's this girl who doesn't care about the money and just wants I think her.
2: she's always, dis- I don't know, she's always seemed very disrespectful. In so do we too. like this girl? I now love her. I, you love her, huh? It's
1: weird. It's a weird love-hate relationship. you getting a
2: weird vibe from yeah, her. I don't she, know if I'm so crazy about I'm, her.
1: I know, it's weird, but I've grown to love her, and I can't put a finger on why. Because
2: you want to be she's her. She's a
1: very no. driven
3: person. Yes, and At no. some level you have to respect because she goes after what she wants. She's honest for the. She's honest through lying about what she wants. Like.
2: I mean, she had the line working.
3: of. She has this like idea of her picture perfect life, and she goes through every facet to get there.
2: No, she goes through anyone she, who she needs to in order to get it. Yeah. Does
4: the prince really love her? Do you
2: think? Because yeah. it sounds like there's some stipulations no, he that he's for, gotta meet. He
1: for sure loves. He her.
3: wants to know like the dark parts of her. Like he really likes
1: her. He's just well,
4: like, the dark part. Well, may, maybe he'll go running once he finds him out, though. If he really. Who knows?
1: Yeah, Exactly. That's what we're afraid of. Yeah. But I, I honestly hope that this gets resolved before she ends up married as the princess and is all over the news and then divorced because she still loves Chuck. Because that is not what she needs. That is not what she needs. Okay, so we have this situation going on, and then there's a whole other completely different, separate, not tied in at all other scenario with Charlie. Okay, so we've got this girl, Charlie, and she, we think we thought, was Lily's niece. who's So Serena's cousin. Serena, Serena's cousin. And she tricked everybody into thinking... That she used to be on crazy medication and that now she's off it and that's happened before and that she just can't be in this real New York cutthroat society. She has to go back to Florida and all this stuff and we feel bad for her. And then we learn that... Well, we-
3: it's, it's it's a little more than that. I mean, I think we should mention like in this episode, she basically was... this. This episode kind of spanned over one night. So last week was pro- the same night as this week's episode. And last episode, she like tried to have sex with Dan, who is now her step cousin. And she said this weird remark about and like was Serena's ex-boyfriend. With Serena's ex-boyfriend. She says this weird remark like right as about they're about to have sex. She goes, call me Serena. Creepy. Dan freaks out and goes, whoa, whoa, put your clothes back on. Go down, you know, fix yourself.
1: Phil and Ian just had a moment, like a little head nod, (laughs) like, that's what's up. Freaks, what's wrong with you guys? So she says this briefly. We're not the
2: ones, no. It was the girl. Okay, let me hear you
1: try to justify that.
2: (laughs) Okay. I didn't say a creepy line like, hey, call me Serena. We were nodding. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. We were nodding for the fact that, yeah, that's creepy. So
1: you would tell a girl to put her clothes back on if she said, If she was hot and she was on the top of a desk trying to have sex with you in this sexy little black lingerie and she was like, call me Serena. Would you tell her... Oh my God, put your clothes back on. Serena
3: is her cousin, your ex-girlfriend, and also your stepsister.
4: There's very little in that situation that's going to make me tell a girl to... To be put her clothes that's back on. She saying. could be goose stepping and high and I'll be like, "All right, let's do this. Whatever, it's fun time." <laughs> and
1: then afterwards, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, oh, we'll discuss no, your
4: you on one, your nazism please. afterwards. Um, and
1: that's why we have vaginas and they have penises because I we know. can control ourselves. Oh, okay, fine. I
2: whatever. found <laughs> out. No, you can't.
1: What's Cosmo that? told me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And another beautiful piece of advice from Cosmo <laughs> through Phil. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> anyway, along with the every girl's guide to life, I didn't—I failed to mention that he also carries Cosmo with him.
2: Hmm. I guess. Yeah.
3: Questionable. Okay, back to
1: the whole thing. So, <laughs> back to Gossip Girl. Back to Gossip Girl. Which is Girl. why we're here. Right. So, uh, I think you walking in made this more like Jersey Shore. It's like chaos. No, I
4: probably bring a little Jersey Shore bring everywhere Jersey Shore I go. Back to Gossip Girl. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Go ahead, Sarah. Well, now I forgot where it was. <laughs> yeah. well, I was. I was going to say steer the ship, but I, I, will, I will take the reins. No, I move, oh. Okay. I, I want to talk about, I want f- I to. I know, not done with No, I'm saying I want to talk about the end of this situation, how it ended. So, Bottom line is, Charlie ends up not being Charlie. She's not related to the family. We find out that she's been hired by Lily's sister.
3: But you skipped a huge chunk.
1: W- what is this chunk that I
3: skipped? A chunk where she pretended she was going to jump out a window. I-, I didn't think she was ever pretending to jump. Oh, yes, she was. She was
1: standing she was st- on a deck. She was like, I need air, and she's whatever, and Serena's like, Don't jump. I was like, why did you assume she was going to jump? She was standing on a desk. She was like sitting there kind of chilling. No, she was standing on a desk. (laughs) And then she got down. It was a windowsill and she just wanted some air because she was drunk, okay?
3: She was standing on a desk.
1: Alright, well, fine. She's standing there and she's pretending that she could commit suicide and Serena talks her down. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that whole scenario in a second. I just want to get through this quickly to say exactly what happens. We find out it's not her. She's really this girl named Ivy as in Ivy Thank you, Phil. And no problem. she takes a check uh chunk of the money that she got for Lily's sister. That's basically what happens. Okay, moving back. So when there's, when she's standing on this windowsill, a.k.a. Desk. She is there, and Serena has uh, it was kind of epiphany moment where she's like, you don't want to be me. I never make choices. I didn't even choose to go to Paris last summer. I never chose between Nate and Dan. I never make any choices in my life. Blah, 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 blah. I feel bad for me now. And Charlie's like, wow, you really mean it? Okay, I won't kill myself then. All right, I'll get down. They have a heart-to-heart, and Serena calls Dan and Nate and Nate come in. She texts to, them. Oh, texts them. And they both get the text. It's Serena. Come upstairs or whatever. They both are standing outside the door. They're like, you got the text from Serena too? Well, this is oddly familiar. AKA they all used to sleep together at various times. And anyway though, so they go in and Serena sits them down. And with her little puppy dog eyes says, I'm so sorry for drawing, for making you guys think that I liked you and drawing the whole situation out. I never meant to hurt you. Do you forgive me? And they're both like, well, of course, but it's so good to hear it from your ears. What the hell is wrong with everybody? Why is everybody, like, under the spell that Serena is perfect and hypnotized by, like, her beautiful hair or something? I mean, do you think that they should just so easily forgive her? She completely played the both of them and then didn't choose either of them and pinned the best friends against each other.
3: I think they've been over it for a while, so it's not like they're going to get re-angry about it the moment she apologizes.
1: Right, I mean, the show has depicted that they've been over it for a while, but I mean, it's been less than a season since it all happened. So, okay, okay, what is going on over we there? We are
2: tracking Gossip Girl Twitter. I feel and,
1: like these two shouldn't
3: sit next to each other.
2: Well, all we keep saying is that <laughs> everyone trouble. loves Truck Bass. Trouble,
1: trouble, you no, well, trouble. No, well, okay.
2: You guys wanted us to find out whether or not people. So, w-
1: what did you find?
2: The data shows us that people like Chuck Bass and don't want the prince. Do we have percentages
1: Just about in?
4: everybody. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, Sarah, sucks for you.
3: I told <laughs> you how I wanted to play out. I think you are misconstruing my opinion about Chuck Bass. Sarah is a love hater. She hates real
1: love.
2: Well, okay. And now, if you want my opinion on the whole Dan and Nate thing, it was kind of... I thought Serena was gonna at least pick one of them, but she just kind of gave it a, a half-assed apology, and Dan kind of cops to her it, like it's nice to hear. It. I don't know. It was just very sappy. Yeah, it was, and I know I a lot of this episode was like I cheesy know, cheese. macaroni Tony, right, Ian? No, all right. <laughs> but no, okay. So okay. when, but at least like when Chuck is mm-hmm. telling Blair that like, hey, you know, you need a fairy tale. You can have your own fairy tale, et cetera, et cetera. At least, like, it's romantic. So, of course, it's going to be cheesy. Whereas in this sense, you have a girl that you thought was going to commit suicide. And now you're calling these two guys because of her. Right. You just kind of give, like, two lines. A, it should be more, like, in private, not in front of Charlie. B, it so, should yeah.
3: be at a totally different time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. that's my thoughts.
1: Okay. I got you. So. Twitter,
2: Twitter people aren't talking about that but they should be.
1: Uh, Well, you tell them. Hopefully somebody will tweet saying, yo, Phil, I heard what you said, and now I'm going to tweet about it. Okay, so after this we see that she's lying about the whole thing. I I did not see that one coming. I mean, that one really took me by surprise. I I guess she doesn't really look like her mom, but she looks like family. She looks like Serena kind of. Mm -hmm. And as Phil pointed out last week, she kind of looks like Blair too, actually. But uh, I I don't know. I I didn't see that one coming, and I thought it was a good little twist. But we do see a glimpse at the end where she was given Georgina's number, and she ends up not throwing it away. So we know that she's going to have some sort of...
3: Connection to the world that all these people live in.
1: Right. I mean, how can this girl really come back... After, uh, c- can she come back as Ivy, or does she always have to be Charlie?
3: Um, I think she's gonna have to go back as Charlie, and then if she wants to be Ivy, she's gonna have to admit everything. And I don't know if Serena and Blair and everyone's going to accept someone who stole all these checks from them.
1: Yeah, I don't get what the deal with that was. She just stole what Lily's checks. What are they? Bank these? checks. Bank checks. And what things that nobody's gonna notice? it could
3: be checks I I don't know but I could totally see her getting away with it like
1: well taking money through it for sure she's going to get caught you really think she could she she could get get away away with it it
3: for a while yeah uh, people get away
1: with identity theft for for a long time especially when there's a family with that much money they don't even notice take a million dollars from their pocket and they don't feel it any lighter Mm -hmm. so yeah I get what you're saying but you know I thought this was a pretty good storyline and and definitely left us with a bit of a cliffhanger, uh, which uh, really, I mean, before we were doing Desperate Housewives and I've watched a couple other season finales this year and I'm not getting as many cliffhangers as I wanted, so at least I got this one. Um, I I was just thinking about this, actually. I wanted to cut back for a second between Blair and Chuck because I failed to mention my favorite moment of the episode when they're talking about the difference between happy love and light love and fluffy love and dense love and heavy love and and dark love. And what do we think about these two things? Is, Is it better to always be happy in a light love or is it better to be happy miserable?
2: I feel like Ian, if ever Ian was needed, he is a love expert.
1: Okay, we've got a love goo. fairy, though.
4: all about the, the light, light fun love. What is dark love? This doesn't sound appealing. Do you want to hear the, the
1: description of these, kind of? Yeah,
4: yeah Sarah, I would. Absolutely. Can you please, okay. um, so say
3: everything
1: for everybody. So you've to got
3: you. happy, light love, which is kind of like you get along, you have the same interests. Like, you're definitely happy, and you don't really fight too much, but everything's very, like, just conversation to conversation. It's a lot easier to describe when you describe the other one. Then there's dark, intense love, which is a lot more passionate, a lot more, you have these issues that always headbutt, like, you both are strong-willed or something, and you're always colliding, but then when you come together, it's so much more, like, passion. So it's like the couple who, like, throws things at the walls, but then... Are like making out on the couch five seconds
2: later. Ian is actually currently dealing with this. Where no, I'm actually not.
4: I I think that I not. left those type of relationships a long time ago. Uh, I think those sh- are those are so destructive. Those are and they're I mean fun at the time I mean, and really stop, intense. When you but, stop
1: drinking, those usually <laughs> oh, to go. this really is
4: turning into a Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, uh, that reunion, is true. Huh? Yeah. But it's like the passionate
1: uh,
3: moments with like the dark love are so much, and like the happy moments in the dark love are like. Way more yeah. intense than Nobody's, any emotion that ever happens in, like, the happy light love. Well, nobody in
1: light love ever has makeup sex, so that's that. You know, that solves that one. Where, well,
2: don't where, you nobody? always only have light love?
1: Me? Yeah. No, this is what I was going to say. This one actually, this is my favorite moment the episode because this really hit home for me. Uh, it reminds me of my high school sweetheart because, you know, I think a lot of people had this where in high school everything's so freaking dramatic And it's almost cool to fight, you know, like there's always drama and there's always gossip and he cheated on me or I saw him talking to this girl at the party or whatever. And and even though they seem like stupid issues, they're your whole life at the time. And you're fighting, you're loving each other, you think that you're going to end up together forever, you whatever. And you come to the conclusion a lot of times that this is the person that you are supposed to end up with. Now, what does that really mean? when you say like, I'm supposed to be with somebody. Well, I, I find that Chuck and Blair rely on that a lot. The fact that they are supposed to end up together. And who said so? Who who said they're supposed to end up together, you know? They did. And and why does why does Blair refuse to simply be happy? Because I, I think there's a certain type of person who needs more than just happiness. You it's know? It's like the
0: plague only instead of vermin on my doorstep I get the human being
1: what the uh, hell that is was, that that was Chuck unrelated geez are you gay uh,
2: no. Oh. no no are you gay
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you to have to find better quotes for us Jesus there's not a lot out there where's there's Jesse there, he does good at this job and by good I mean well he does well Yes, he does own? amazing. He 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 does a darn good tootin' job at this. What is yeah. that? Anyway, bad for Wait. Phil
4: right now. Okay. You're wonderful, Phil.
1: And you're. So I sweet. felt bad. I mean, anyway, yeah, so I- I'm just day. saying, like, I think that this whole supposed to thing, and we have been together for so long, that's why we're staying together, or we're sweethearts or whatever. I don't think that should really exist anymore. And it does hold some weight, but. You can't just stay in a relationship because of that. But at the same time, you can't leave a relationship because of that either. And sometimes I, I feel like they're, de- they're separating from each other because of their history. And, and I don't know. It just feels wrong to me. The whole situation feels wrong. And that she is going with the lighter, fluffy love, which to me is more uh, like it's the simple life. And she's so not a simple person. And it, it just won't last. You know,
0: like, One thing I learned is that in the face of true love, you don't just give up, even if the object of your affection is begging you to.
2: What's up? Way stepping
1: better, up. Way better. Stepping up the game. He just
4: needs positive reinforcement yeah. and then he comes up <laughs> We're big. we like see? the
1: compliment sandwich. You know, you can compliment him, and then I'll bash him, and then you compliment it's, him again. It's <laughs>
4: classic good cop, bad cop. <laughs> so
1: funny. Oh, oh, what, what team!
3: <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> 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 sorry. I need... I'm happy. You're
1: having a moment. I'm having a
4: moment. Are you well, having you hot
2: were, flashes? You were
3: just my mother. Like, I'm sorry. My mom said that to me like two hours ago. What did she say? She's like, compliment sandwich, Sarah. It's all about the delivery. You have to go yes and then no and then yes. And it was literally the exact same thing.
1: And it was hilarious. So I'm turning into your mother. Great. Yeah. Except I do hear wonderful things about her, so not so good. I'm
3: almost crying. I think this is so funny. I don't know why. Please move on. Away
1: from me. Okay. Um, I have Ian, want to hear more to about love? your mom, actually, yeah. and
4: compliment <laughs> you sandwiches. You
1: can have your little Does she have other
4: like awesome analogies yeah. and no, things she like was that? Just
3: getting mad at me because uh, we were talking about someone who wasn't present, and all I said was I didn't... Oh, this is bad. I feel like they're the type of person who doesn't. Oh not well. I was just <laughs> saying that I didn't like their cooking. That's all I said. I was just like, I don't like their cooking. They weren't there. My mom was like... It's all about the delivery sir. You can't just say it. You have to say, I like... I like their c- hair. No, it's like, I like that they tried to cook. I wasn't a big fan, but I hope that they'll try something else next time. But it was literally, she said, it's a yes-no sandwich. Oh, my gosh. It
1: was so funny. <laughs> That's funny. So, basically, your mom is a lesson to us on how to treat Phil. Did you say
4: that the person's listening who can't cook?
1: How will they know? know?
4: They're going to know. that You just you just gave yourself away.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I know. She was <laughs> saying it hypothetically.
1: She really loves her cooking, whoever you are.
3: Yeah, I mess up on the delivery, but I really meant that I liked there you the you Okay, we'll get wait,
1: one more chance. You get to redeem yourself. Okay. Compliment sandwich. Go ahead. I
3: really love when you come and make me comfort food. And although I, my favorite wasn't what you made last time, I'm sure next time will be terrific
1: because you're a terrific person. Brilliant. But that's a livery.
0: My sister doesn't dig stalkers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was that quote?
4: Well-timed.
1: I mean, how do you even find these? Is there just like a you have a whole box of random Chuck Bass quotes? And and keep but in mind, you only quote Chuck. You love Chuck. Yeah. This is your cry. Like you're screaming at us, please, somebody notice my love for Chuck.
3: But I want to know Ian's opinion on
1: love, by the way. I want to throw okay. that out there. You never answer. So are you, an, in a yes or no, I mean, you have to pick one. Happy no, love I love. asked, I,
4: oh, between intense love or, yeah.
1: fluffy love, or, or simple love, or serious love. Is that, how did she phrase it? You know, I have this written down somewhere. She named like four different adjectives. Okay. Simple love, versus great, complicated, intense, all-consuming love. I, I think, there we go.
4: I think in intense, all-consuming love... First of all, I don't think it's it's healthy. I think it's because of a lack. I'm going to get all serious now my yes, thoughts yes. on that. Why do we don't want to hear my because thoughts no, on Because
1: it. unlike our Jersey Shore listeners, people on the show actually like us to get serious, and feel oh, doesn't <laughs> yell at me when I get serious on the show. So bring it in for Let's the real go, thing. Ian. No,
4: I'm much more interested now in the lighter love. I've gone through all the times of the, the intense love, and I think it's almost like it's... um. It's masking something that, you know, we can't find in ourselves or we can't find in this other person. So you have to create this whole kind of intense, fiery thing, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I find in the other thing, in in kind of a lighter love, there's something much more real and grounding. And, you know, when you take away that the passion in the other one or not that there shouldn't be passion in a relationship, but just that intensity. I don't I don't know that that's... Okay. That's a good, that's a healthy thing, that's you know? That's fair, that's fair. Enough. And I've, uh, say, I've, go, I've gone through all the, I mean, it's, Let's cite
2: one of Ian's relationships when he was in seventh grade. What was it, eighth, ninth?
4: I don't think I, I no, I'm not until high school. Why, what, what? Oh. What, uh, where,
2: where, what are you getting the, at here? The for? girl that he loved. He was like, "Can I carry your book?" She's like, "Oh, yes, freshman year of high school." Yes, but you must be ten feet behind me at all times. And he thought it was the greatest thing on earth.
1: Stop That's it. Really sad. That's
4: Meredith Ahern, actually. Who I don't know. Do you have I her hope she's listening. No Meredith? Meredith
1: Ahern, you're a bitch.
4: <laughs> no. um, you're
2: know, I'm like response. I <laughs>
1: literally think you're just like you just hitting random.
2: All right, fine. Would this be more appropriate for Meredith Ahern? Wow. <laughs> While well, I carry your books no. and
1: stuff. I'm it. still
4: friends with Meredith, actually. Phil, I want to hear about your current love situation. Would you characterize that this as actually, the light?
1: I would like to hear about this yeah. too, because I happen to know who the other end of this is. Uh,
4: Silence. silent. What 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 category? Are we falling under the light, airy romance, or are we is this intense? Are there are there police being called and no no there's no and restraining orders. It's because like
2: it's like a healthy mix of both. I think you know where like uh, it, it's very passionate, but at the same time we keep it we keep it healthy by always making jokes. Like today, for example, I got a spam email from uh, apparently someone who was Omar Omar, but in it, it and then you, if you read the email, it says hi, I met you through this site, you know, I think we'd be perfect together, um, race, color, gender, doesn't matter, I think uh, we have a true bond, please send me a picture, etc., and you know what, I've responded, and I actually had texted, I texted my girl, and I said, I think we need to break up, I'm in love with Rose. Because that was the girl's name. I think it was Omar. Well, that was, yeah, it was kind of misleading, I think. So the way I joke about it is that she, she oh, and she was also looking for security. And so I said to my girlfriend, yeah, see, she had to send it through her brother's email account. Oh. So, you know, we keep it Very healthy. Very funny. Ha, ha,
1: ha, ha. I'm really confused. And that. And so yeah. that's the dark side of your love or is that the fluffy part? That's the fluffy part. Okay.
4: What's dark? How yeah. so? How dark does it get?
1: So dark. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I, don't so know I don't
2: know
1: what this. I don't know. Have you bared
4: your souls to each other? Like, if, does she know? Do you slit
1: the worst your wrists and gouge you? your eyes out in the bathroom?
2: What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> You're too busy looking for freaking quotes. All I know is, oh, she's not coming, Amanda.
1: Um, okay. Right on. Right so that, on. That that was relatable. That was. <laughs> and, and, and on and on that note, you're right. She is not coming here right now, um, or
4: very possibly ever in yeah. Phil's case.
2: <laughs>
1: After listening to this episode, seriously thinking that you're in love with Chuck Bass, she's probably not coming for a long time. But now you're in love with Rose, so you're just a player, aren't you?
4: Mine was better. Well, as a it's unfortunate entendre, that
2: I'll never um, get to see Rose because I'm, I'm gonna have to take a second job in order to send her money monthly and support her lifestyle. So, yes.
3: I'm so confused. Oh, Can my gosh. Wait, yeah. Go uh, you
1: know what? We need to hit a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll get to our news and gossip. I will, this
4: should be on Ustream because the looks that Sarah keeps giving Phil are all-time classic. Yeah. yeah maybe we, I, we should <laughs> put them on maybe. Facebook. There you go.
2: And we can have, see, that, that's the way to integrate people to our Facebook. We'll take photos and people can comment, then I'll share I'm, I'm pulling out the camera on my phone. Session. Let's do it.
0: Want to find out what the After Buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series? Give us a call 424 256 1729.
1: This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never
0: know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I
1: mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? husband or your best friend (laughs) the wig
0: the wig will come out when the tv show is over get your after buzz on after buzz tv news are we
1: are we ready to start i've got some stragglers over here talking about hometowns and such can i get to my news okay yeah (laughs) now that you guys have met off the air i can start great so Taylor Momsen and Jessica Zor, the two bad girls from the wrong side of Manhattan, are officially leaving Gossip Girl. Despite the show's renewal for a fifth season, Momsen, 17, who plays social climber Jenny Humphrey, and Zor, 26, who plays chick Vanessa Abrams, uh, have not been signed back on as series regulars, according to Show Tracker. They could make a few guest appearances in the upcoming season, however. But don't fret, Kylie DeFeer has who plays Charlie, is being added to the series regular, The Wall Street Journal said. Blake Lively, Leighton Meester, Penn Badgley, Ed Weslick, and Chase Crawford will all be returning for the next season. As for Momsen, who's made it clear that that her music career is her focus, she will still be jamming with her girl rock band, The Pretty Reckless. Zora seems to be shifting her focus to movies and will be working the romantic comedy circuit this summer. She'll hit the big screen in June with Killen Lutz and Mandy Moore in Love Wedding Marriage. And in September, she'll appear in I Don't Know How She Does It with Sarah Jessica Parker.
2: All right. So here's what people think about Vanessa, mainly on Twitter. And now, mind you, I'm quoting. God, Vanessa, why do you suck so hard? <laughs> that seems to be the consensus. This is
1: what I turned to Sarah during the episode and said... Oh, what the heck? I don't even like her on Gotham Girl. Why is she landing all these roles in freaking movies? Yeah, I totally agree
3: with you. These are my two least favorite people on the show. I'm so glad they're gone. Is, I mean, we... Oh.
4: Is Michelle Trachtenberg still on the show? She
1: actually appeared in tonight's episode. Did she really? Yes. She might appear I love her. She's a little evil being. Mm-hmm.
2: Georgina. She's lovely. She
4: might come back. Uh, you to that,
2: people like say, Dear Jesus, here. I'm back. Sincerely, the bitch Georgina Sparks.
3: <laughs> Interesting. I what? mean, I would like to mention, because we didn't mention it during the show, that um, Jessica's war had my least favorite moment in this entire episode. I was so infuriated, because she stole Dan's manuscript of yeah. his book, which is all about what he thinks about all the people of the other side, and she's getting it published. And I think that's yeah, we, literally... i sorry, like I
1: breezed right by that. You're right.
3: Holy crap. horrible. Like, that's someone's, like, mind that you're putting out there, and you have it's, it's no his right diary, to... Basically. Yeah. Desired. Most awful thing I've like ever heard. I was literally sitting there going, You can't and do that. It's someone's art, that someone's like heart you can't just steal it and show How unrealistic
1: on. too. Where do we send the checks? Oh, you know, to Barcelona, where I'm living. I'll just forward them along. You bitch. Yeah. What
3: a bitch. horrible person. Like literally I would hit her in the face like eight hundred times.
1: Time. Okay. Can I can I move on or we yeah. done with your sorry I no. have you're totally right. I'm agreeing with you. Moving on to Huger Becker, who plays Prince Louis, talked to Zap to it about his chances in the fight for Blair's affection. Quote, the stakes are indeed very high, and Blair is in great danger. I think you should watch the finale and see, because it's going to be much more intense than a few words. Little did you know we just watched the finale. Viewers have been debating for weeks about who is the best man for Blair, the Prince Louis or the Dark Knight Chuck. Does Becker think Prince Louis is right choice for Blair? Quote, you should ask Layton, it's all up to Blair. They could make a terrific couple. We all know life is more complicated than this. Or maybe not. Hmm. Why not? After his character was introduced in the beginning of season 4, he was not sure if he'd be returning later in the season. Quote, I don't know if, I didn't know if I'd be back. I was a bit sad to leave the series. I was secretly hoping Louis would be passionate enough for a comeback. That he would have guts to follow his feelings, trespass his royal obligations, and come to NYC. Well, he obviously did all of that. I wonder, that's like kind of hard for the actors, you know, who are coming on the shows. And I I read the rest of this interview, and basically they asked him, you know, was it hard to come on so late in a show where everybody's already made all these connections? And he was like, I was scared it would be, but oh my God, was everybody so welcoming and warm to me. That's great. Go, go Gossip Girl. Leighton Meeser threatened to quit Hollywood if her agents failed to work out her schedule so she could accept the role in Country Strong. She had her heart set on playing aspiring singer Charles Stanton in the 2010 country music movie. And she was determined not to let anything stand in her way, especially when she learned the film would feature Gwyneth Paltrow. She told Britain's Company magazine, Quote, obviously we're under contract with Gossip Girl for a certain amount of time. In the fourth year, they started going, okay, we know the timing of things, we know how much we need you and how much we don't. So they've been very kind to let us out. I've been lucky enough to find projects that I like. When Country Strong came up though, I threatened everybody in my life, including my manager, my agent, everybody that I worked with. I was like, if I can't do this, if we can't work out the schedule, I'm moving to Costa Rica, I'm never going to work again. I'm turning off my phone. I was bluffing, of course, but it worked. A little bit of a
3: demon in there.
1: You wouldn't expect that because we always talk about how sweet she is and what a past she's had. But I guess when push comes to shove, when you got to stick up for yourself, you got to stick
3: up for yourself. I'm sure when you have all these people like trying to tell you what to do, you probably have to go this far to get them to like hear you when you really, really want to do something. Yeah, I guess,
1: I guess so. Okay, after being together for about five years, Leo DiCaprio has split with his girlfriend, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model Bar Rafaeli. Is that how you guys say it? I'm assuming that yeah. you guys, yeah, it's Bar. Is
4: that the Israeli broad?
1: She's beautiful. Bar Rafaeli. Big. Cool. While reports say the couple year. ended things amicably, some are wondering if Blake Lively had anything to do with the breakup. Page Six reported that Lively and DiCaprio were spotted flirting at a party a few months ago and apparently Lively has had her sights set on DiCaprio for a while. One source said they were on the balcony together for an hour. They were standing close in a corner, it looked like there was a lot of flirting. Later they were together again by the bar. They also reported that Raffaele was nowhere in sight at the party.
3: From most I see them together like a hundred more times, I don't really care like you talked at you a party. Do you think it'd be a good
1: couple though? Definitely a sexy couple. Leo,
3: I I mean Blake I Lively don't think, and Brody. I don't think Haley. she's his type. I mean, the thing is, you don't Blake think she's Lively, his type? Mm-hmm. I don't think she's her type. No, Blake Lively is absolutely gorgeous, like she is. Bar Reilly is absolutely gorgeous as well. So, I don't think that Blake was the reason for their split up. Like, they've been together for five years. There's no real, like, who's better looking
1: or anything yeah. like that, who's more successful. I think it's a personal thing. It's just tabloids I, trying to blow yeah. the situation up. Okay, yeah. then we can move on. Ed Westwick and Chase Crawford have, their ha- have the hots for Pippa Middleton. After giving male viewers a real thrill at Big Sister Kate's royal wedding to Prince William, the two men fell for her. Westwick has even... Been pleading with the show's producers to get her a cameo role on Gossip Girl, just so he can meet her. So that was your whole, royal wedding gossip. The
3: whole world is going after Peepa. I mean, I was just reading. Oh, Peepa. Is ours? I don't know. I thought it was pippa Peepa? Oh, I have no idea. Peepa Pies take the I guess I've always said like Peepa in my head. About yeah, it's name. funny
1: because I've never heard her name out loud.
3: So every yeah. time I read it, but there's even a Facebook about her butt. Yeah, about how tight her dress was and whatever it was. No, but there's like a Facebook about her butt. Like and why Facebook do you know page. this? It was online. I was reading. Okay. My gossip reading. Sure, sure. But I in love with her. Like,
1: it's insane. Okay. Well, Katie Holmes and Chase Crawford are starring in Responsible Adults, written by Alex Schemer, John Pohl, the producer of Dinner for Schmucks and Meet the Flockers, will direct, Michael Royoff from Night and Day Pictures, producing with Julie Yarn. Myriad Pictures is that Myriad Myriad Pictures is pre-selling international rights in Kansas this week. Holmes plays 30-year-old med student Liz Quinn, he meets charming 22-year-old Baxter Woods, played by Crawford. Their chemistry is electric until she realizes they've already met. She was his babysitter 15 years ago, but Baxter isn't going to give up that easily on the one person he's always felt knew him better than anyone else.
4: That's going to be terrible.
1: Oh, so dramatic. Yeah. Weird.
4: Especially Dinner for Schmucks. So basically producer. he's... Yeah, that's yeah.
3: what I mean. Like, Dinner for Schmucks and you just yeah. talk like, those yeah. are very funny. And if this is played off as really funny, that's just, like, uh,
1: Well, basically know. he's playing the same role he plays in Gossip Girl, so I'm sure he will be Nate Archibald playing Baxter Wood. Yep. There we go. And that is your news and gossip for the week of May 16th, 2011.
0: And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions.
2: Ian, season five, go. Yeah.
4: I um, predict... How
1: will it be different from season four? Um,
4: I'm pretty sure my mom will continue watching.
1: So not different. Stay the and, same.
4: And uh, filling me in then I'll probably tune it out as usual, or I would have come prepared had I listened to her talking about Gossip girls.
1: Exactly, your mom was just trying to prepare you. Right, yeah, who knew? Okay, so uh, let's start a little bit with the Russell Thorpe and Raina Thorpe, just to get them out of the way. Are we seeing any of them ever Um, again?
3: Maybe a shot of Thorpe in jail or whatnot. Uh, Raina, I think they're pretty out of the picture for a while, maybe one or two guest appearances, but... Main plot line gone.
1: What what do we prefer? The Blair Chuck storyline right now or the Charlie Crazy storyline?
2: Um Charlie.
1: They're both they're both pretty good. Um, that's the first time you didn't
3: say Charlie. I Chuck. think we could go on a lot of um, adventures with Blair and her prince and like they're growing love or they're maybe splitting up love. Like, you know, that has to go somewhere. It can't just like lay where it is. Okay, so
1: let's talk about that. Where where do we think that's going? The Blair and Chuck and and Prince uh, Blair and Prince are either gonna go on crazy
3: adventures or they're gonna realize they don't get along. One of the two. And, and she's gonna she's either gonna bring him more into like her world of like doing these crazy things that are sometimes meddlesome, or he's gonna hate seeing her do these like something slightly devious, and we'll find out. Ultimately,
1: going around the table, will she pick? Starting with you Ian, don't give me those blank eyes. Will she pick the dark love? Or will she pick the simple
4: love? I think they'll probably try to pull her apart from Chuck a little more because the audience loves this whole little triangle going. But eventually she'll end up with Chuck because that's what the people want. And And they give
1: the people what
2: they want. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: She'll definitely end up with Chuck because she wants that sort of relationship. Okay. Deep down, that's what she really, really wants.
3: Um. Long, long run, she'll end up with Chuck. I could see it even going so far, though, with Louie as her leaving him, like,
1: on the wedding day. Like, And how many episodes does that take?
3: Who knows? I mean, she said November, and she's looking at a date in November. The show comes back normally around September. September, September yeah, they just, time, yeah. September, October. So you
1: got, like, eight episodes for her to be at the Prince. Okay. So we got eight, eight episodes there, and this Charlie situation, or Ivy... What what's going to happen here? Is she going to come back? Is she going to call Georgina? What are we going to see come of this? And, and is Lily ever going to find out that she's got a whole bowl of money missing? Definitely going to find
3: out. Definitely Charlie's definitely going to go to the NYC. Lily's definitely going to find out the money. They're going to have some serious issues trying to figure out who has the money. Like I think it's going to take them a while to get the connection back to her sister.
1: Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly... That's pretty much all I think we can predict right now. So unless anybody else knows something that I oh, don't. Oh, the book. The oh, uh, yep, the book. So last-minute comments on the book. It's getting published, and the checks are coming in Vanessa. Is she going to tell them, or is she just going to steal the money from it, or what's going on here? Or how's the Upper East Side, or West Side, or whatever it is.
3: Well, they're not going to know react. who the author
1: is, and is he going to come out and oh, say that he's the author? Oh, they're going know who the author is. Well, I mean, the world won't know. The people won't know. Exactly.
3: But what is that going to do for Dan?
1: Yeah, and, and for his life. I, I really don't know. We're just going to have to wait until September. I'm so sad about it. I don't know if I can wait that long. But I'm going to have to. I'm going to go back and watch all the episodes again. Yeah, we'll do a
3: little rewatch from Tibet. Well,
1: thank you, everybody, for listening. And make sure you come back and listen to us in September. Seems so far.
4: Thank what? you guys for letting me, me crash. This We're is my favorite show. After bar- Buzz crash experience. Yes.
1: I'm so happy that, uh, like crashing the Bar Mitzvah, you crashed our event here and had a good time. And it
4: all comes full circle. That is
2: right. And he's the
1: crasher, he has to give it to us. I'll accept it. I will action. definitely accept.
2: We accept. Write an IOU. Well. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to all your other AfterBuzz TV shows. And again, info at AfterBuzzTV.com. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil
0: Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.